Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There you will stand. Sweetie strong. I will say. Along live swift cast. Your headphones blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than swift cast. Hey everybody. What's hey. up? Hey. Welcome to episode 44 of SwiftCast. This is Nate. Ashley. Haley. And Steph. And we just got done um, doing our live episode um, on Google Plus Hangouts, um, celebrating the one-year Red Tour. Um, So um, if you guys haven't seen that, you can still check it out on YouTube. Um, We posted the links on our Twitter, so so check it out. Um, We... uh, on this, on the Hangout, uh, we were able to, we're doing like a giveaway, so uh, we're giving away some pretty cool stuff, um, and if you stay tuned later on this podcast, we'll, we'll give you some more details about it, so. It was a lot of fun hanging out with everybody. It was, it was really cool. Yeah, we got a lot of good questions, and yeah, it was fun to do. We're definitely going to do it again soon, so if you missed it, stay tuned for the next one. Alright, cool. And now it's time for Keeping Up With Swift. Yay, so much news. So, so many nominations for Taylor. Oh my god, she's going to have so many trophies. So, first off is the Kids' Choice Awards. She has Favorite Female Singer and Favorite Song for I Knew You Were Trouble. And voting is ongoing on Nickelodeon's website. And that's going to air on Nickelodeon on March 29th. So, get your votes in. And then, next... She has the iHeartRadio Awards. This is the first time they're ever having this award show. And she has three nominations, which are Artist of the Year, Fan Army of the Year, Us, and Country Song for Highway Don't Care. So you can vote for those at iHeartRadio.com, and those are going to air live on May 1st from Los Angeles. And then she has the Radio Disney Awards. Those are going to air on Disney Channel on April 27th, and you can vote for those at RadioDisney.com. So for that, she has She's the One, which is Best Female Artist, So Fantastic, Fiercest Fans, Us Again, and then she has Musical Mashup, Best Musical Collaboration for Everything Has Changed with Ed. And then, finally, most importantly maybe, she has the ACM Awards coming up on April 6th. Those are pretty soon, too. And she has five nominations, Single Record of the Year for Highway Don't Care, Video of the Year, Highway Don't Care, Vocal Event of the Year, Highway Don't Care, and then the two big ones, she has Female Vocalist and Entertainer of the Year. And the voting for that is going to start on March 24th at acmcountry.com. And if you have not seen the ACM Consideration video that Taylor made, you need to go watch it right this second. Pause this episode, go on YouTube, <laughs> look up Taylor Swift, ACM Consideration, and your life will be changed. Forever. I don't even know where to start with talking about that video. 
Princess of Kitty Town. It's basically Taylor making a parody of herself in the funniest way ever. Again, only Taylor can make fun of Taylor the way Taylor does. <laughs> if that makes any sense. It starts out with Scott Borchetta in his office calling Taylor, saying that they need to make a video, and then in Taylor's hanging out in her apartment, playing with Meredith, talking about boys, and it's just, it's so hilarious. Like, it could be a sketch on Saturday Night Live. The whole time, Scott is on hold. (laughs) (laughs) And I love when Meredith hangs up on Scott. I think my other favorite part is Taylor's ringtone for Scott when he calls. (laughs) It's just like this ridiculous rap song. Oh, and did you guys notice she's holding a Grammy book in the video. I can't tell what the cover of it says. I miss it. Yeah, the the cover has a Grammy on it, but I can't figure out what the name of the book is. That's awesome. So anyway, those are all of Taylor's many, many award nominations, and we hope that she wins them all, but she needs your help, so make sure you go vote. I know I am. So in other Taylor news... Taylor won International Artist of the Year and International Video of the Year for Highway Don't Care at the Country Music Channel Awards in Australia, which is really awesome. Taylor was number one on Billboard's Top Moneymakers list. She earned almost $40 million last year. So, wow. <laughs> Taylor cooked with Ina Garten in the Hamptons last week they did a photo shoot for the food network and they made delicious food entrees mixed berries and s'more cupcakes and you can get the recipes on Ina's blog at barefootcontessa.com so that's really cool I saw a picture of that s'mores cupcake and I really wanted it (laughs) yeah it looks so good I don't really follow the Food Network. Do they usually have just random celebrities come on and cook with the people? I mean, sometimes, not all the time. It depends on the show. But I don't I don't follow the Barefoot Contessa that much, so I'm really not sure if she does. Joe would know if she was here. But uh, Taylor's really big on the Food Network, so... Yeah, I'm excited to see the photo shoot. Um, and pick up a copy of the magazine. We'll keep you updated on when those come out. And last week, Liz Rose talked about co-writing with Taylor in an interview. She said, I've never, ever, ever, ever written with someone like Taylor before. She's so lyrical. Her lyrics are so Taylor that you can tell that a young person wrote them, not an old lady. She knows exactly what she wants. She's brilliant. Tell us something new, Liz. (laughs) I was hoping this means they've been co-writing for the fifth album, but I don't know. Nothing's nothing's been confirmed, so we'll see. And then the last bit of Taylor news was Taylor was in Nashville to celebrate her brother Austin's 22nd birthday on the 11th, and she made some adorable, annoying memes just for him that said, Austin is so 22 right now. <laughs> oh, or is, was it Austin's feeling 22? One of those. All right. So, yeah, a lot of exciting news this week. All right. So now we are going to move into our mini segments. Woo. 
And our first one comes from Staying for Tay 13. And they say, True sadness is not having any money to buy Taylor merch. Frowny face, frowny face. Hashtag Swifty Problems. Well, I have a solution for that. What's that? They should enter our giveaway. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so we'll be talking about that later, but yeah, they definitely need to go enter. <laughs> Swifty solutions. Boom. <laughs> Uh, our next one comes from at Sparkly Haunted, who says, having to decide what album you are going to listen to when you feel like jamming. Swifty problems. It's tough to decide. I usually put everything on shuffle. Our next one is from at Bliss of T-Swift. Can't sleep without listening to Taylor's music. Swifty problems. The next one's from at Cindy Swift 15. When I try to be like Taylor and end up looking like ramen noodles instead of a beautiful curly-haired queen, Swifty problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Never thought of it that way before. <laughs> <laughs> Our next one comes from at Taylor is a maze. Not knowing whether to feel happy or nostalgic about it being a full year since the Red Tour began. Swifty problems. Same here. I don't know. So true. And actually stick around for the main discussion, because we're going to be talking about Red Tour memories. Mm -hmm. uh, our next one is from at Spider-Man0392, who says, What else would I be doing the minute I turn 22, but listening to Taylor Swift 22? Hashtag, it feels like the perfect night. So I guess he must have a birthday the same week as Austin. It'd be the same age as him, which is pretty cool. So happy birthday. Man, I wish I had that song when I turned 22. Our next one is from at Sandra DB, who's actually my friend Sandra. So yay that I get to read her submission. And she said, Taylor was at Whole Foods today. I was at Target. Story of my life. Swifty problems. <laughs> oh, bummer. She lives in Nashville, and I just saw her a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about all of the close encounters she's had where she's come so close to almost meeting Taylor, and she never has. Aw, hopefully something will work out soon. One time a couple years ago, she saw her at Fido, the day that, if you'll remember, Taylor tweeted about something with, like, she was making a snow globe, I think. Oh, yeah. She was at mm -hmm. Fido, and she saw her, but she didn't want to bother her during her personal time, so she didn't, and then now she's like, that might have been my only chance. <laughs> oh. One day, it'll happen. Our next one comes from Tori Swift 13. Hey, Tori! She says, Having over 30 Taylor shirts, wanting to buy more, then realizing you have no room in your dresser. Swifty problems. Alright, our next one comes from Lauren Alyssa 13 on Twitter. And she says, I just want the fifth era. I'm ready. But my wallet isn't. Swifty problems. I'm feeling you. I feel you on that one. Man. Yep. <laughs> I'm still recovering from Red Tour. Our next one comes from at Michael3933, who writes, Is it normal that I have a different Taylor song as my alarm every morning? Swifty problems. There's no better way to wake up. So I think it's cool. <laughs> Our next one is from Tori Swift 13 again. And she said, Wanting to relive your Red Tour concert experience, then realizing there's no CD or DVD of the Red Tour. Swifty problems. It's a big problem. It is a big problem. 
I'm really disappointed if that turns out to be true. I still don't buy it. Yeah. I hope it's not true. Scott has definitely led us astray before, so maybe... It's true. Mm. Maybe he was just trolling us earlier. <laughs> Our next one comes from Brittany Swifty. Should have said no came on the radio while I was driving, and I got so excited I almost wrecked Swifty problems. I haven't heard that one in forever, so I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> it's cool whenever you hear like a Taylor song that you haven't heard it. Like, on the radio in a while. Like, I know the one time I heard um, Today Was a Fairy Tale on the radio, I'm like, no crap. All right, and our last submission comes from at Mrs. Malark 22 on Twitter. And they say, deciding which kids to buy. Swifty problems. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> How many are out there now? I mean, they're, uh, I don't know, countless. So many, and I still haven't gotten one because I haven't decided which one I want. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for um, sending in your mini-segments. And if any of you uh, want to submit for our mini-segments, all you have to do is just tweet us or contact us through any of our social media and let us know. And now we're going to move into our main discussion of the week. Um, This week, we are going to be um, uh, talking about all of our experiences with uh, the Red Tour, kind of to celebrate um, the one-year anniversary of Red Tour. And we're actually going to be doing the Red Tour tag, which a lot of people have been making YouTube videos of lately, so we thought that would be fun to do on the podcast. Definitely. All right, so the first question is, what was your concert date or dates? So we're all going to go around and share. And before I say mine... I just wanted to let everyone know I'm not bragging in any way, shape, or form because I feel like it's ridiculously long. So my dates were March 13th and 14th in Omaha, April 26th in Lexington, Detroit on May 4th, Louisville on May 7th, Pittsburgh on July 6th, Chicago on August 10th, St. Paul on September 7th, and Nashville on September 19th, 20th, and 21st. Which is a lot. It's a lot. Wait, how many is that total? <laughs> Eleven. Eleven, right? Yeah. Wow, that's more than I've seen her total. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to happen that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine was March thirteenth and fourteenth. I actually met Ashley on those days. June second in Denver. August sixth in Wichita. And September 19th, 20th, and 21st in Nashville. Um, let's see. Mine were, I went to, I think, eight total. So I went to, um, I was in Columbus May 8th. I went to Toronto uh, June 14th, 15th. I was in Philly July 19th, 20th. And then I went to Nashville 19th, 20th, 21st. Wow, I feel like a bad Swifty right now. I went to the fewest out of all of us, but in my defense, my work schedule was completely crazy last year. Um, That's fair. (laughs) So I went to Cleveland on April 25th, and then I went Pittsburgh July 6th, MetLife in New Jersey July 13th, and then the last date in Nashville on September 21st. You got to think about it, though, too. I mean... I mean, we've all made it to a lot more. I mean, even there are a lot of Swifties out there who haven't even been to one concert yet. So, yeah, I feel really lucky. Um, the other tours, I would I hit Fearless three times and Speak Now twice. Um, I feel lucky um, to be able to go at all. 
Yeah, me too. Definitely. Yeah, I went to Fearless once and Speak Now three times, so this was definitely a ton for me. So the next question is, what merch did you get at your concerts? So I got a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I got almost every t-shirt that they had except for the blue one, which I think they stopped selling maybe because I never was able to get it. I think I have all of the rest of them. But I didn't get them all at the show. Some of them I got online. Some of them I got during 13 Days of Taylor. And most recently got the football jersey, which I was just wearing on our Google Hangout, if you watched. Um, I got a couple of the signed albums. They were, sell- they were selling the red autograph album at the show. I got. I had to get the tour book. Um, I got the light-up baton, but not at the concert. That came in a package with my 22 single. Um, I got red Keds, but also not at the concert. I think that's it. Wow, that's still a lot. That's a lot. I didn't get that much. I mean, I got, I didn't get a lot of variety, I guess I should say. I got a couple of t-shirts. I got like the red album tee, and I got like the black shorts tee. But, uh, I think that the most money I spent on was like, uh, the signed red albums. I, I bought up a bunch of those. Did you? I thought you only got like one. No, I got, uh, I think, (laughs) I think total I got like, like 18. I think you cleaned out the merchandise stand. I did. The, the woman's jaw dropped when I told her how many I wanted to buy. I was like, I'll take 15 albums. She's like, she's like, ha ha ha. I'm like, no, I'm serious. She's like, oh. (laughs) Did you do that in Nashville? I did that one in Nashville. Yeah. And then you've given some of them away to other Swifties on Twitter. I have. Mm, Yeah. I so wish I could go back in time and get the autographed Fearless and Speak Now albums. Yeah, those go for a ton now. I was lucky enough to get those on the website, but not... I didn't realize that they sold them at the concerts. Yeah, I never knew. I didn't even know that they sold the autographed Red album until Nate told me. It's almost like a secret. I don't know why. It's like, they don't display them. You you have to like ask for them, and then they just have them. They have a ton of them. So, it's like, oh... Swifty secrets. Swifty secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question that we got here is um, our favorite our favorite moments of the concert. Um, as far as I don't know, that was tough. Okay, as far as my favorite moments, any time when Taylor high five me, it happened. I got uh, fortunately um, four times over all the concerts I went to. Lucky. Between that and um, uh, meeting Jill. I would say Aww. are my favorite moments. Um, mine were when Taylor grabbed my hand and squeezed it. Uh, um, meeting Taylor's mom and dad very quickly, of course, and um, just hanging out with everybody I went with. I loved it. So the next question is, what was your favorite performance? And I guess it would be a cop-out if I just said all of them. <laughs> um, but I feel like it has to be like a top five. Is that acceptable? Sure. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, definitely stay, stay, stay. I was so sad when they <laughs> cut that. 22, Holy Ground, and All Too Well, and State of Grace. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like you're just naming songs. You're not really just thinking about it. <laughs> no, those were my top five. All the other performances I enjoyed, but not as much as mm-hmm. as those. Wow. Yeah, this is a tough one. And I think my answers are going to be a lot like Ashley's. Um, I loved Stay, Stay, Stay. I was upset when it was cut because it was so cute. Um, Holy Ground is amazing. The drum solo is just epic. I just I want a DVD so I can watch it over and over again. State of Grace, of course. Anytime I hear that song now, I get so excited because I feel like Taylor's supposed to show up in a second. And I also love Treacherous. I really liked I knew you were, I knew you were trouble. Oh yeah, that too. Hmm. I really like that performance. Oh yeah. And of course all too well. But Right, yeah. It's really I think I knew you were trouble live sounded better than on the album. Which So did I. A lot of her songs I think sound better live. Um but that one in particular. Mm-hmm. I agree. Guys, I'm gonna change my answer. My favorite performance was our song on the B stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh really which one out of these <laughs> no out of my 11 shows I think I got it five times four times maybe definitely a good amount of the times that's unlucky I got it twice I was with you during one of those yeah mm-hmm. yeah we were standing right there we were getting real excited and then, and such high hopes. Then we were, then we were somewhat excited, I guess. <laughs> I loved your comment to me. You're like, you're like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting uh, for this one. <laughs> so our next question is, what is your favorite outfit that she wore? Mine is a split. One of them is the outfit she wore for Mean and Stay, 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 which I loved her cute little polka dot squirt. It was so cute. And then my other one was her t-shirt that she wore in Nashville. It was the Opry and it was all bedazzled. Oh, I love that one. I loved it. And then we ran out and bought it. Except it wasn't bedazzled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you went out and bought it, yeah. No bedazzle on it. I think my favorite, well... Was your favorite the striped top thing? The striped, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that goes without saying, I think. Um, let me think. Uh, I think my, well, I think my favorite is the iconic, um, uh, like, red uh, tuxedo ringleader outfit. So, I think, uh, I'm sorry, I'm doing a terrible job. You guys know what I mean, right? <laughs> During We Are Never? The yeah. Circus okay. outfit. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like that just kind of defines Red Tour. I feel like that'll be an outfit that's in the tea party or whatever room next door. It should be. Mm-hmm. So the next question is, what was your favorite memory or memories? I mean, that's just really hard because every show had so many standout moments. Like, for me, Nothing will ever be seeing this tour on the first night, the first night that anybody had ever seen it. Like, just Taylor was so excited and everybody was so excited. And just I've never had that experience before of being at a Taylor show and having no idea what the set list was or anything and just being completely surprised. And it was surprisingly difficult for me 
during some of the intros to like guess what song she was on like you would think mm-hmm. that I would know it but like I don't know some of the intros threw me off but then I just getting surprised was amazing and I really thought that like as I got further into the show I really thought she might not sing all too well and then when she did I was just completely hysterical <laughs> didn't you love when she was all giddy during the opening intro oh my god yes I'll never forget it she jumped up and down like a little girl um, and then, of course, I mean, I can't go without saying that my other favorite memory was meeting her, which was at my eighth show in St. Paul. What else can I say about it? I've talked about it before. That I'll never forget it. Even just thinking back to that day, like, every time I think about it, I just have, I just cannot stop smiling. Like, I can't even believe that it really happened. Well, mine don't really, mine don't really compare to those. Those kind of blow, blow mine out of the water, I guess. <laughs> yeah, next to her though, definitely, I need to get down. I, I, I want to go to the first show wherever it is. So I'm definitely Me gonna too. try and do that. It's on my Swifty bucket list. Yeah, that'd be cool. As far as the memories I do have though, um, definitely touching Taylor's hand is up there. Um, meeting, I met both her parents. Fortunately, very briefly, but yeah, I was fortunate enough to do that. Uh, let's see. Meeting up with all of you guys, obviously. Um, let's see. Meeting Jill, which I already covered. Uh, oh, and this one, I guess, I, I still associate it with Red Tour, I guess, um, uh, even though it didn't technically happen at Red Tour. It was at um, the airport after the last national oh, yeah. show. Um, yeah, we were fortunate enough to be able to meet Ed Sheeran in the airport. We just happened to bump into him. I flew on the same plane as him. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then Ashley, yeah. You said you were staring at the back of his head the whole time. I was staring at Ed Sheeran while listening to Ed Sheeran on my iPod. <laughs> it's very surreal. Uh, our next question is, who was your favorite s- special guest? Uh, and out of the four shows I went to, I was lucky enough to have two special guests. I had Fallout Boy and Hunter Hayes. I love them both a lot. Um, Fallout Boy was especially cool because I was in the pit, which was my first time ever being in the pit. And now I listen to that to the My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark a lot. And it's especially a good song if you're working out. Um, and then I always have loved Hunter since he first came out of the country music scene. So it was really cool to see him. And then guests I didn't see, um, physically there but i still loved um sarah borellis and tegan and sarah another thing on my bucket list is to go to la because they always have really cool guests oh my god i need to go uh, mine so the only special guests that i saw were the three in nashville so that was luke bryan rascal flatts and hunter hayes and i'm a huge luke bryan fan and that completely blew my mind like I had thought in the past like oh yeah that would be cool if Taylor brought out Luke Bryan but I didn't think it would happen I it was not one I was predicting for Nashville and then I was in the pit that night too and I just like people were losing it like it was insane it was just amazing so that was definitely my favorite of the ones that I saw and then of the ones that I didn't see I mean 
it's like every single time that you find out there's a guest, you're like, oh, I should have gone at that one. But I think I really, really liked Cher Lloyd in L.A. The L.A. ones are always good. And even J.Lo. Like, I never expected her to bring out J.Lo, but that was just like, what is even happening right now? The the other one I forgot to mention was Gary. It would have been amazing to see the last time perform oh, live. That would have been cool. And actually, one more that I just remembered, and he's been a guest twice because he was on Speak Now. I would really love to see Nelly and Taylor. I like most of his songs. And B.O.B. while we're at it. So really, yeah. all of the guests. <laughs> I'd really like to see both of us live one day. That would be cool. Uh, our next question is, what was your favorite surprise song? And again, this is really tough for me. Um, in Cleveland, I got to have the best day. And I found out after the show why she chose to perform the best day. And it was because um, this little girl's mother had cancer, I think. And um, they actually got to meet Taylor before the show. And they were sitting right by the B stage during the show. And so Taylor sang that song specifically for them. And I thought that was awesome. And it's a great song. Um, And then I also loved, I got to hear Sad, Beautiful, Tragic in Nashville, which was awesome. Oh my god, I cried. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an underrated song. Um, and for the ones I actually wasn't present for, I loved Change is one of my favorites. And I was really glad that she played that as a surprise song. Oh, and if we're talking about um, one thing with special guests that I forgot to mention was Ed as a special guest, of course. Oh, yeah, in London. But, of course. Can never forget Ed. Yeah, I mean, I See Fire and Lego House, th- those were amazing surprise songs, even mm-hmm. though they weren't actually on the B stage. I, If I could have been in Berlin or the UK, I would have been to see that. My favorite surprise song that I got to see, I think, was Safe and Sound. I really liked that. I saw that in Philly. So that was really cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I was really surprised that she sang that one. Especially because you don't really hear it that often, so. Well, you Nate, you also got Tim McGraw and the Taylor's version of Highway Don't Care. I did. Those are both pretty up there, so too. Jealous. So jealous. <laughs> but it got balanced out with our song, right. so. It was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just completely kidding about our song, by the way. I do actually really like the song, so. <laughs> um... When I was going to my meet and greet, the girl in the who was in front of me in line really wanted to, Taylor to play Tell Me Why. And she's like, I'm going to request it. And I was like, okay, oh, I yeah. hope she plays it. But I really didn't think she would because it seemed like she was saying no to some of the requests of like the lesser known songs like around that time. But so she requested it. And then... I went into the meet and greet next and I was still going to request one, but I was so excited to meet Taylor that I totally forgot and didn't even request one and didn't remember until after <laughs> I left. But anyway, it was fine because she ended up playing Tell Me Why and she dedicated it to the girl and she was crying. Like, it was amazing. Yeah, actually, speaking of that, that was another one of my favorites. And Cold As You, I... I was flipping out when I found out she actually played that. I'd never expected her 
to do either one of those. That was Cold As You was the most unexpected song, I think. Yeah, I was really excited about that. Um, our next question is, um, did you meet anyone related to Taylor or, or see anyone? Um, fortunately, yeah. Like I said a little bit earlier, I said, um, yeah, I, I briefly met uh, Mama Swift um, and actually, yeah, also Taylor's dad, too, outside of the arena in Nashville, both of them in Nashville. And um, I guess if Scott Borchette accounts, he's he's basically family, right? <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I briefly got to, like, shake his hand and say hi, so... Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I got to see meet Mama Swift and Papa Swift, which was really cool. Um, and he's not family, but he was someone that I really was excited to meet that I saw in uh, in the sound booth was Declan, who's the was the producer of a couple of Taylor's music videos. So I went got to go over to there and talk to him for a little bit. So I thought that was really cool. That's awesome. Uh, our next question is, what did you do leading up to your concerts? And I actually did a lot before Cleveland. I was so excited because it seemed like I had to wait an eternity to actually see Taylor. So I was, um, I made a 22 shirt, the not a lot going on at the moment. And I bought these cute red shorts. And then I bought a lot of like red glowy stuff and boa scarves that like got feathers all over the people in front of me (laughs) and they were really mad at me but I was like jumping around trying to get club red and I didn't um and then before Pittsburgh I was harassing all kinds of people on the radio trying to not really harassing I was calling radio stations desperately trying to win a meet and greet but I never actually got through because radio's phone lines are always busy um so that was my big goal for pittsburgh which didn't work out and then in nashville i tried again for club red and i made these signs that were really really bright and it said holy ground and then there was an arrow pointed to the ground and it was really bright um but i didn't get club red then either but it was still really fun making all that stuff and i'll keep it for memories I had a lot of fun leading up to my concerts. I made, for the opening nights, I made all the dancers um, eye masks, which I never got to give to them because I didn't finish. Um, uh, Rice heating pads, which they loved. I got them little journals and pens and thinking I put something else in there, but I can't remember, but it was all in a bag, and I got to give it out to every dancer, which was awesome, and they loved them. They remembered me every time I met them since then. Uh, For the Denver shows, oh, and I made um, costumes for for the second night, which was awesome. Ashley made cons- uh, costumes for our first night. Then for the Denver show, I made my friend his outfit. Then for the Nashville shows, I made some more costume. I made another costume, which I forgot. And I made some other gifts and stuff. It was awesome. And that's it. Our next question is, did you go with anyone? 
And I was with someone pretty much every time. Opening night, I was with Ashley and another person that I knew. Then Denver, I was with my friend named Keith, who's a male Swifty. And I loved that night with him. He was awesome. It was awesome with him. My favorite night, other than Nashville, of course, my favorite night that I got to spend with someone, I got to take my daughter to the Wichita concert for her birthday. And she was the cutest little Swifty ever. She she was wearing a big tutu. That's another thing I made, a big light-up tutu. And her her T-shirt said, I'm just a little kid in glasses. Oh, that was so cute. Mama Swifty saw it, but she went to the people three rows behind us. So I just had a lot of fun with her because that was her very first concert, and she loves Taylor, and she often talks about it. And then, of course, I was with at the Nashville shows with every all the Swift casters, so that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, I went with a lot of people to um, Omaha. I was with Haley. Lexington, I was with my friend Kirsten, who is not a Swifty and was very confused at certain times. <laughs> um, Detroit, I was with my friend Sammy. Louisville, I was with Sammy again, and I took my boyfriend to his first Taylor concert, which was interesting <laughs> for him. <laughs> and <laughs> then Pittsburgh... I went by myself, but I met up with Steph. I met her for the first time because she was with my friend Bianca, who's from Australia. So it was great to see her. And then we met up with other friends from Taylor Connect, and we had a lot of fun. And then Chicago, I was with my friend Zach. St. Paul, when I met Taylor, I was actually there by myself. But I met up with Michaela and her mom there. Uh, And then Nashville, I was with all of you guys. And so our next one is where were your seats located? Most of mine were on the floor, um, which was really cool. I had um, pit tickets the very first night. That was the very first time I've ever had pit, so that was awesome. And then um, two of the shows, I was in the first bowl. Um, One of them was on the... Um, kind of right in the middle on the side, and then one of the Nashville shows, I was right behind B stage with Jill and everybody else. I had some decent seats, I guess, for my for my uh, concerts. Um, I was normally on the floor, um, either next to B stage or somewhat close to the main stage. Um, three of the times, I was fortunate enough to uh, to have pit, so that was really cool. Um, and then, um, one of the times, um, when I was with you guys, uh, I think it was the second show in Nashville, um, when we were like right next to B stage at like lower level, like 100 level seating. So like right next to, like literally right in front of the B stage. Right in front of B stage is the best place to be besides the pit or front row. It was really cool. Yeah. It was awesome. 
Yeah, like literally like eye-level contact with Taylor. It was awesome. And it was awesome when you could actually see her reading your sign the moment she's reading your sign. You're just like, oh my god, she's reading the sign. Oh my god, she's reading the sign. <laughs> and then you find out later that part of the sign was upside down, and that's why she was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay, not when she was over there, though. It was fine. <laughs> I believe it was my fault that it was upside down. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> Makes it more fun. Our last question. So this is the 13th question. Did you make anything to remember the Red Tour? And to rem- I, since I made a lot of things during the Red Tour, I made two things to remember it. I made myself and everybody who was at the Nashville shows with us. Um, little red, they're kind of like sailor knot bracelets. So, um, I made everyone that, um, and then I made kind of a shadow box memory, um, thing to put on your, my wall. It has pictures and it has all the confetti that I collected in it. So those are the two things I made to remember it. I have a bunch of stuff that I need to, like, make things with, but I haven't done a very good job of, like, actually making it. But I made a frame that has all of my souvenirs from the day that I met Taylor. So it has my photo, my meet-and-greet wristband, like, the letter with instructions that they give you, and a couple other photos and ticket stub. So I made that, and then... um I also, so I made my own shirt for almost every single concert. So I have a whole bunch of shirts with like different red lyrics on them. And my plan is sometime like in the next few months to make a t-shirt quilt out of my Taylor shirts that I made. I really like that frame that you made from, uh, yeah, that day you met Taylor. That was really cool. Yeah, I love it. It's not on my wall yet because I haven't found the perfect spot. All right, cool. So that was fun. Yay, Red Tour. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I can't believe it's been it's been a year already. So, Well, um, lastly, um, the moment I'm sure some of you, if not all of you, have been waiting for, we're going to uh, talk about uh, our giveaway. Yes. If you happen to miss our Google Hangout, we have a very exciting giveaway that we're go- going to do. So this is a prize pack contest that we're doing, and we already tweeted a graphic on twitter so if you follow if you follow us you may have already seen it uh but it's a graphic that shows all of the prizes and all you have to do is tweet that graphic and write just entered to win at swiftcast 13's taylor swift prize pack also make sure that you follow us on twitter and now the moment you've all been waiting for what's actually included in the prize pack if you haven't already seen the graphic it includes an 8x10 photo of taylor a beach towel of taylor a red lanyard for your keys or anything else and a really rare envelope that taylor sent out to voters when she was asking for their consideration for awards so the contest will end on april 13th we'll randomly pick a winner And this contest is open to all fans. We know that international fans often don't get cool merchandise opportunities, so please don't hesitate to enter. And if you have any questions, just reach out to us and we'll answer for you. 
and that's going to go until April 13th. So you have time and you can enter as many times as you want. So just a few reminders before we wrap up. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on iTunes and subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. And that'll always download the latest episodes for you so you don't have to check back. It'll just notify you and download whenever we release an episode. And make sure you add us if you're on Taylor Connect. Our username is SwiftCast13. Our Twitter, which we've mentioned, is at SwiftCast13. Our Email address is theswiftcast13 at gmail.com, or you can also email us through our website at swiftcast13.com. And finally, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash theswiftcast. So make sure you do all those things. So what do we think Taylor is going to do next week? Next week, Taylor is going to buy a tiara and princess dress for Meredith and Instagram a photo of it. Princess of Kitty Town. <laughs> I think we're due for some Ed Sheeran tweets. I think her, him, him, and her need to tweet back and forth. I think that's what she's going to do next week. That's a good one. I really, I don't know what she's going to do. She's. It seems like she's in a different place every day. She goes like to L.A. to New York to Nashville. So, I'm going to say she's going to be in Nashville this week, and which means we won't really get to see that many photos of her but maybe some fans will meet her at whole foods again i feel like i need to just keep saying she's going to announce the red tour dvd until it actually happens (laughs) (laughs) that's the best way to do it or you know a movie theater movie would be fine too Mm -hmm. i'd prefer the dvd and cd but i'll take anything i can get yeah really i would take a movie theater than the DVD of the one that they showed in the movie theater. Yeah, that works. Take both. <laughs> Take both. Well, because they could release it to the movie theater and then put out a CD as the soundtrack and then the DVD of the movie later. Three in one. Perfect. I'm just hoping maybe they're holding off for more international dates in June. But it just doesn't make sense because then they would be releasing it right around when album number five, provided that she stays on schedule, comes out, which doesn't make sense. So I really don't know. Well, if we get any updates, we'll definitely tell you guys about them on next week's episode. All right. And uh, I thought it was a great episode. I don't know about about you guys. Um, Yeah, I loved reminiscing about Red Tour. I always do. Always. Definitely. So uh, for episode 44, uh, this has been Nate. Ashley. Haley. And Steph. All right. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Peace out, Swift Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.